0: welcome to be insanely great you know they give a shirt to people you know that's like you buy a shirt they give a shirt you know what it says inside of the shirt it says be better (laughs) what has been incredibly helpful for 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 my experience to to really gain meaning and and glean elements of insight into into how any one of these things that give a feeling of of something that i enjoy or something that i just i just have a connection with is to essentially like anytime something is referenced to let that be a something that represents something within the own artist's world but to not let it be so black and white and let it like or literal you know, not let it be so literal. Not let it be something that's oh, it's absolutely you know Hotel California. Oh, it's, it's they're talking about a hotel in California that has nothing to do with me or anything. You know, it's like 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 what if we thought about Hotel California as literally life, as literally the the hotel of of our life experience, right? And someplace you can you know check out, but 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 never leave. So like if the hotel is is our embodiment in life and you can never leave and we actually got back to our our energy there's no place to go we're here of course you can never leave right but it has it has it has these elements of it, these these elements that are very limiting right and and it's not for anything other than that's what we've always known and and, I, and I, again first to admit first to admit like that's the first thing as you think of is 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 we feel the feeling and then we enjoy the song and we're in in the 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 positive of 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 relativity, not thinking about time, enjoying the song, enjoying the experience, and then the song's over. Like, all right, I'm hungry, <laughs> or something, right? You know, or what's what's next? Or is this next song going to be just as good, or or whatever? So if we go back to, I want to go back to Dig a Pony because I I read there's there's one of these Beatles fan pages. We'll have to find we'll find the link and we'll put it in the show notes. But they talk about the story of Digapone and how later in life, John Lennon was incredibly disappointed with the lyrics of D- D- Digapone. And he was incredibly upset about how that all went down, is that he felt like it was meaningless and it was not, um you know, of value. Right. But if we can look at those lyrics and again, just having it be from the perspective of, of feeling and trying to. Like, listen in a certain way to the, to the, to the, not just to the words, but, but with our, with our, with our inner soul and spirit, with, with the feeling of the song. It's like there's certain elements, even, even the very first time where they say, you know, all I want, and they don't say you, they play music, right? And it's almost like, can we, can we're feeling the feeling when there's no words? We're, we're replacing, and I feel so strongly that that's intentional because we're replacing it. It's, it, it's, it's again trying to invoke an emotion, trying to, trying to connect with a feeling from a group of artists that was one of the most powerful in the world of achieving that, of invoking emotions out of humanity, right? Of good emotions and, and allowing the, the listener to experience the feeling without having to listen to words. And there's so many, there's so many quotes about music. By you know Beethoven and Mozart and 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 many artists, Rihanna and Jay Z and or Rihanna, I've heard many pronunciations. Rihanna, Rihanna, Rihanna love you, amazing, um, Super Bowl, incredible, go girl, amazing. Thank you for that incredible, incredible show. And you know, Umbrella and Jay Z's Here Comes Miss Sunshine. You know, Z and the words Jay Z says in the middle in the beginning of that song and the the lyrics of, of light and and love and and all of that within within umbrella with Alicia Keys and and um if i ain't got you you know imagine i think is i think is another one that a lot of us can 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 find some value in the lyrics i'm yours jason moraz what in the, in the lyrics of i'm yours he says he references getting back and he references the, a train i mean Talk about connecting something decades later. And I don't know if that was, if he was aware of that and did that consciously or like in his own current awareness or that just happened. But wow. Wonder by Natalie Merchant. Just the way you are by Billy Joel. Stand by me, Benny King. Dreams Fleetwood Mac. Faithfully Journey. Someone like you, Adele. One and only Adele and all of the lyrics and all of these and all of these songs if we look at it as our whether it's and sometimes it's our it's it if we can have the perspective of our self our outer self our physical self speaking to our consciousness and our inner self and vice versa and sometimes it's it's almost like a if we look at it as a, like a conversation with ourselves and we you know, forget for a moment that that someone is sing, singing about their own experiences and their own lives that that helped them write the lyrics that, that ultimately became what it was, and we and we just kind of remove all elements and just let it be as simple as that. Let it be as simple as as our conscious awareness speaking to our intuition and and and, and vice versa, and having that perspective when listening to to some of these songs and and And, reading some of the lyrics, and again, I feel that so many times at least in my own life. I would listen to songs and engage with songs, and you know they'd be great, and I would never go back and look at the lyrics and try and see what actually someone said and After watching the Beatles documentary and get back and and how well Peter Jackson put that together it's it's like you can see how much intention goes into the words, you can see how much care goes into making sure it makes sense right that you know at least in the moment it's an art it's poetry there's true care in ensuring that that it that it comes together and then it sounds right even if something doesn't sound right in the beginning they might you know switch some of the switch some of the some of the lyrics around and juxtapose them a little bit but and and if and if as as da vinci says as einstein as 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 all these great minds as have have said where 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 art is where one hand is in our world and one hand's in the universe and we're the conduit of that energy essentially like no wonder we have these these incredible works of art music film you know painting sculpture you know whatever you know at least from my experience i, I, I and we've talked about this before art is is an incredibly limiting word art. In and of itself is is only for you know that in which we feel that people are artists, right? But if we're honest with ourselves, and art is is that very definition in which one element is in in the universe and one element is in this physical world, then why can't art be anything that we do, anything that we find that's that's within us, any vocation that we that we feel that we should be doing, whether that's neurosurgery, whether that's being an athlete. Whether that's doing anything that that we feel that that we 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 should be doing, and giving ourselves the opportunity to, to to have that definition of it, so that we're not limited by by we can't be an artist because we're not like in an art field of of film or song, you know, and and give ourselves that chance, right? And if we look at the lyrics of some of these songs, they're all so similar. They're all so similar if we, if we, if we strip out all of the, all of the, the nouns and the names, you know, sometimes there's names in songs, right? And we, and we, and we immediately, oh, that's that person. And, you know, or, but, but we have a similar feeling. So why can't it be that, that. Like we strip out all the names for just a moment and at least trying to connect with it and trying to interpret the energy of the song that why is it that we that why is it that we engage with that? Why is it that we feel the feeling that we 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 either feel excited or we feel connected to or we love a song? Like, what if we just looked at that? What if we tried and everybody? Oh, I ain't ain't got time for that. You know, people are saying this guy's talking about looking at lyrics and songs. You know, I'm busy. I got a life. We all do. But if we really want to, you know, find and experience happiness, at least in my own sequence of present moments of experience, I can tell you that there's opportunity in looking at that. There's opportunity in reflecting. There's opportunity in looking back on decisions and choices we've made to then see where we are and how we got here, to look at those seeds that we've planted along the way. And and again, be honest with ourselves. Be honest with ourselves. I think we can all agree that the most engaging conversations we have with people, the most memorable experiences we have with, with anyone, is when we're just being real. Can we be real? Please. Can we be authentic? Can we be genuine? Even when we think we're afraid, just don't be afraid. There's nothing to be afraid of. You know, if we can, again, going back to something said in a prior episode, not think about or even conceive of any criticism of anyone at face value. Just eliminate that. Why does that even have to be something that's part of our society? Doesn't need to be. But when that's the first place we go, we don't want to be the ones to be genuine and be real because we're afraid. But the only way in which we get to do anything that we want to do and to be able to dream and to be able to and to be able to make choices to fulfill our dreams blackbird 's blackbird that 's another great song. Can we, can we pull up Blackbird and look at the lyrics of blackbird and 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 have it be something that that is so simple and so so genuine and if you look at so many of the Beatles songs, so many of them are written about love, so many of them are written and 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 no wonder they were so influential with connecting and engaging with the crowd and producing immeasurable moments of joy within within the society of our world that's what they've done that's what that's what people do in genuine moments is they is they create opportunities of of realness in which there's nothing fake to to, to peer through there's no clouds of of a facade of fakeness it's real you know talking about reality tv i talked about you know, watch bravo and observing people's lives for for many years and and only reflecting back on it looking that okay maybe maybe that was great to have seen that so that if i come across interactions like that maybe i know how to work that or or not work it but but interact in a way in which the craziness and drama that ensues doesn't happen right and talking about reality tv talking about being genuine talking about being real look at the kardashians Good for you, Kardashians. Good for you. Every one of you. So genuine. Had 20 years on TV. You know, everybody's keeping up with the Kardashians, you know, in and of itself, like not commenting on on any of that. Just talking of just the people, just the people and, and, and being genuine and being real and sticking to yourselves and being yourself and letting it all be out there on your terms. Right. Because they're going to, as you know, (laughs) you know, everybody in the media or all these people trying to trying to report on everything is they're going to create their own stories and their own versions of the truth. But you're out there being the truth and to have something be so consistent of a show and 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 to see some of the just genuine love that that you have for one another and that you have for people and the gratitude that that's expressed for people around you. Is incredible. And, and no wonder you're the biggest reality family on the planet. You're literally, you're just real. You're just being yourself. As Oprah said, you know, if I would have known being myself was going to make me this rich, I would have done it a long time ago. Which, by the way, I feel that she's not just saying rich from a money perspective. She's saying rich from a fulfillment of life perspective. Oprah, help me. Is that right? <laughs> Let me know. Let me know. Because I just feel that. I feel that from from that from from your words there, and I feel that from 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 all of these, you know, again, the most influential people that have ever walked among us, they're real, they're genuine, they speak from their heart, and there's no facades. You, what you see is what you get. Are there times in which there have to be facades because? There, there's this kind of natural duality within us of, of having to be one person to, to, to a certain group and be a different person someplace else? Absolutely. But that shouldn't have to be how it is. We should be able to be and just be and just have one version of ourselves. How much effort do we spend keeping up with what version of ourselves we're giving to the world and any, or any person we're interacting with? So much energy that we could just spend appreciating life and spend just being fearlessly, fearlessly. Can we just be fearlessly? Just be, you know, and and leverage relativity, leverage relativity. You know, we talk about leverage and and business. They talk about leverage. They talk about leverage from a financial perspective. They talk about that. You know, Einstein said, and I ran across this quote earlier, earlier today, he said, he said, compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. Einstein said, the eighth one of the world is compound interest, and he who understands it earns it, and he who doesn't pays it. Can we try to understand one another? Can we try to understand what it is that we're actually making choices for in our lives? Instead of just going through the motions, understanding eliminates conflict. Understanding brings us together. Understanding helps us understand the perspectives of one another. If we spent a little, just a little bit more time understanding, we might be surprised by what we find. We might be encouraged and inspired and, and we might find the opportunity to be, to be more compassionate, to be more present and to try and understand where someone else is coming from. You know, Saying something I've said previously, literally every argument that's ever existed in the history of the world is probably because there was an expectation of one that was either communicated and not heard or understood from the receiver or not communicated and expected to be mind read by the other. And then what happens? Commotion, discord, all this crazy, inharmonious stuff because of a violation of expectation. But if we tried to understand and try to, instead of immediately trying to fight, wow, what might happen then? What might happen then? And as something I've said previously, building on Einstein's, Einstein's quote of compound interest and Warren Buffett's you know, love of compound interest, if we understand ourselves and we understand the choices that we make and we understand what it is that we're doing, we contribute to the compound consciousness that we are developing. For ourselves, and ultimately for society, and for everybody that we interact with, for everyone that we come in contact with, when we're elevating it and trying to understand ourselves, we in turn are, are trying to understand our world, and and that becomes something, and that evolves into something, and that flourishes into something, right? That's all part of of, of coming into a level of awareness in which we're 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 trying to understand, we're trying to think, we're trying to not just go to the next thing or you know, chase success, but be in the journey and be here and be present. Living in the, in the best part of relativity where time doesn't exist or we don't think about time. Being more in those moments and finding those moments and figuring out how to do that. Whether it's in our own lives or in the lives that are documented in, 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 in film and, and music and art and, or even in our own stories of our own families and our own world. If we can reflect on certain things and and try and find the thoughts and the feelings that happened and then see what happens, see what ultimately happened, putting those pieces together.
1: Joe, did you ever watch the show uh, Community? No. Wonderful episode that I think speaks to a lot of what you're talking about right now. It's called Remedial Chaos Theory. And it posits that there is basically it sends the show off into a multiverse and basically the power of this one dice roll that this guy throws at the beginning of the episode to see who goes to get pizza changes depending on who goes and gets it, and it, it explores each of the six timelines of what happens. And it's it's so amazing that uh, with all the same elements in the room across six different timelines, one little thing compounds itself over and over again until one of the timelines, like it ends up like the whole. The whole apartment is on fire and like everybody's basically kills each other. And then the one where someone says, hey, wait, and he grabs the dice and he says, there's already enough chaos in our lives. I'll go down and do this. And that one little element of, hey, I'm going to I'm going to do something positive compounds and compounds and compounds and becomes what people call the good timeline where everybody where everything sort of. Uh works out and just that one act led to different acts from everybody else in the group of positivity. It completely changed different mindsets and things that you see were in one timeline, somebody was in a bad mood when someone said, Oh, you know what? I'm gonna sing Roxanne, and the person's a terrible singer. In the bad timeline, everybody shuts her down and she gets grumpy about it, and that causes other things to go badly. But in the good timeline, everybody's just sort of so happy because everybody else has been putting out positivity that they just think, you know what? this is fun for her. Let her do this. And then she does that and everybody joins in and it becomes like a, it just compounds and compounds and compounds positivity.
0: So beautiful, Riley, and, 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 a, and a perfect example. And good begets good. Good begets good. And how often do we give ourselves an opportunity to follow the good timeline more frequently and ultimately always, maybe if we give ourselves a chance. And if we're honest with ourselves and reflecting on that same example, Riley, like how many times if we're genuinely making choices based on unconditional good and selfless, selfless choices where there was a negative effect, like if we're honest with ourselves and we've, and we look at those moments in which we made selfless choices with unconditional, no conditions, we're generous without conditions we're loving and compassionate without conditions. I challenge every one of us to find one of those occasions in which something terrible occurred or a feeling of, of, of of terror or, or negative negativity or evil happened. There might've been something that happened before that choice. That was terrible. That was negative. That was earth shattering. But in, in all of these scenarios, if we can, Again, give ourselves the opportunity to make those choices more frequently. Fifty thousand seconds in a waking day. If you're asleep for eight hours a night, fifty thousand seconds, fifty thousand moments to make a choice. Sometimes we don't want to make any choices. That's okay. There's no there's nothing wrong with that. There's tomorrow. Tomorrow a new day. But every every day and every moment that goes by in which we're which we're not planting seeds for the future, in which we're not recognizing. And nourishing the seeds that we planted in our past that could be or are for our dreams. We're delaying and 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 choosing. When we don't choose joy, we're choosing the opposite. We're choosing to either be indifferent or have no feeling, or we're or we're choosing the 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 easy feeling of feeling what just feels comfortable, which is the easy choice to just you know, typically think about events that are similar to the feelings of the bad day I had today. It's easy to do that. It's easy to feel that feeling because we're in that mood. Oh, this person did this or this person didn't do that. This was terrible. And what's the first thing we do? We think about a similar event that we had a similar feeling for. It's just natural. That's just what happens. And it takes effort to say, I ain't talking about that anymore. Let me talk about something good. It takes effort. It takes conscious effort awareness to first be aware to the fact that we're in that program of just of just continuing on a snowball effect of 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 whatever feelings we technically don't want to feel if we're honest with ourselves to then make a choice to say, oh, I want to I want to do something different. I want to feel something happy or joyful. We're giving ourselves a chance, giving ourselves a chance and to realize that, you know, as long as we're making choices towards what we want and as long as we're making choices that are selfless, that there's no bad that can come from that. There is no bad that can come from selfless choices. And if we're being honest with ourselves and someone's saying, oh, that's not true, that that in and of itself is a selfish observation and a criticism. Truly, because you want to be right. We have this thing where someone needs to be right. How about like, who cares who's right? There's no one needs to be right. There's just truth. If we just followed the truth instead of having it be something in which someone needed to be right and someone needed to be wrong, think about the feelings that sets for each one of them, the effort and the force that has to happen for even that to occur, for someone to be right and someone to be wrong. And then the next time those people come together, there's this angst of the wrong one feels slighted and wants to get back to the over the person that that, that got one over on them. And the one that's right wants to maintain their superiority of being right. That's the ego. That's our ego. That is something that's our outer self. That's not connected whatsoever to our inner self. where all, all that's good comes from not connected the opposite, you know? And, and so, and so when that happens, you know, it's, it's easy, it's easy to, it's easy to just kind of, you know, flow with, with whatever it is that's, that's happening in the day where, you know, but, but to be able to catch ourselves, be able to say, Oh no, wait, why am I what am I doing? Why am I thinking about that? That takes awareness. And and to give yourself the opportunity to even look at that and to be able to say, you know what? I want to do this, or I want to get better, or I want to be better. And better could be whatever your own version of is. But if we can just be genuine with one another and be our real selves in every moment, instead of having a duality in which we're conflicted all the time and trying to be one person to some group of people or or a certain type of of individual and another person in a different in a different you know setting in which maybe we feel more supported it might it'll absolutely be uncomfortable to be in that moment of of trying to be your real self in an environment in which you're not used to being that absolutely absolutely. One of the best books that I tried to read that I read some of, and I think I read most of, but I got the gist of it, (laughs) was many, many years ago. I read this book called Crucial Conversations. I was in business. And if I look back to even before that, I remember my aunt telling me that I was trying to get into business and I was in college. And she says, you should take public speaking classes. Thank you, Aunt Barbara. Yes. Take public speaking class because I, I, I as I said I was as I said I was the shyest kid on the playground. I didn't want to talk to anybody. Didn't want to talk to anybody. And I'm trying to go into business. Of course, makes sense. Take public speaking classes. So I wrote a I wrote a uh, one of the speaking classes at the community college was a they they said write on a subject and so I wrote on Frank Sinatra because I love Frank Sinatra. And So I was listening to the Frank Sinatra, and so I I did a I did a thing in the community college and then when I got to 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 to, to university. It had, it, it was another public speaking class. I thought it pretty good. And here we are today. It's obviously helped, but it wasn't just that. So those were, those were a couple of seeds. So talking about seeds being planted, you know what happened next? I was, and when I was in college, I was a process server showed up on people's doors. You're served no costumes. There's no costumes. There's, I never even said you're served for those that have watched pineapple express and all these other movies. There was none of that. There was just literally like, you know, changing someone's life with a piece of paper to have to then go do with legal like ramifications, right? Like talk about getting out of your comfort zone to step in the situations. And then I graduated college and I was going to be I was going to be in real estate, graduated. And what happened? The whole market crashed. So that wasn't going to work out. (laughs) So so what did I do? I went to do something I love, which was food. I went to be a a waiter, which which was not my personality because I don't, I can't even, I don't like going up to anybody to say anything. You know, but those seeds that were planted. And I and I would have to walk up to a table and say, hello everyone. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. My name's Joe. I'm here to serve you today. You know, what an incredible experience. What an incredible experience and set of experiences that then ultimately led to presentations in business and in board meetings and all that good stuff, which people said, you know, I I did great and I was great and this and that. And then here we are. Here we are doing this podcast show. What's all this about? Oh, it's a podcast show. That's what it is. Oh, all the birds flying. I don't know. What were we talking about? (laughs) I went on a series of examples that talked about planting seeds and, and recognizing those seeds along the way and continuing to to nourish them and not really, you know, my grandmother used to tell me is like when you there's this old Italian saying, I'll have to get it from family and put it in the notes. But it's like she's she she said her grandmother used to tell her, Learn everything you can, put it away, and you might need it later. You know? And it's almost like if if we approached, and I was talking to my my nephew, who was the same spark of inspiration for me that I talked about in a previous episode. And I, and I tried to in, impart that wisdom upon him in which I said, I think he's like, cause he was having a hard time in school where he wasn't like doing his, what he was supposed to do. And I said, listen, I said, let me ask you something. I said, are you not listening to your teachers in school? Because they're asking you to do a bunch of stuff that you find no value in that, that you are never going to see yourself doing. He's like, yes, exactly. I'm like, I get it. I was there. I was there. But instead of me saying, I don't want to do it, I just did it and finished before everybody else. And then and then <laughs> and said, let me put it away for later. And then maybe I'll use it. Maybe I'll use it another time. Like going back to, to, to going with the flow. Benjamin Franklin going with the flow throughout probably most of his life. Look where he ended up. And all these other people that, that, have, that, have, that have allowed their life to kind of go with the flow. And understand what that even means to be able to trust the unknown, as Joe Dispenza says, and be comfortable in the unknown. And it's almost like we're forced to be uncomfortable when we don't know, because that's what our society has conditioned us to do is to, oh, if you don't know, don't be comfortable. Never be comfortable. Don't rest on your laurels, is what they say, right? Come on now. Has any of us ever tried the opposite of that? To being comfortable in the unknown? some of us have i bet you they have incredible stories of things that have happened that they would have never thought possible that have come across in their life because they weren't trying to like force the how and the when they just knew what they were trying to achieve they just they were just focused on their dream they were just focused on on what it is that they that they want to create what it is that they want to create and not worrying about the when and not worrying about the how and letting the choices that they make contribute contribute to that happening in a shorter time frame, Right. And if we want to do that, how do we do that? How do we focus on the what, and how do we let that be something that we can do? We, we think about it, we visualize it, and then we have to become it. We have to become, we have to become it. We have to be it. If we are not it and we say it will happen, we are always in a state. And if we're in the present moment and we keep saying something will happen, that will happen, that should happen, we're never getting there. It's still in the future. It's still someplace there, and it might be incredibly difficult to have the awareness to say, "I'm, I am this. I am being this now, even though it's, it's not materialized or manifested in our awareness." But to trust that we are, we are, and and when and when, and, and when we say that we are, we are this. And that we are being the, the 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 person that we we know we need to be in order to achieve the thing that we want, it's in every moment trusting that the choices that we're making are are moving us towards that, regardless of what we see around us. Ask any any of the most influential people that've ever walked among, among us if that's true and if they feel that way, and if that's what they had to do at some level to get to 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 where they ultimately had to be, right? Any one of us can do that. We all have that ability. We all have energy. Our energy is within us, controlling our fingers, giving us the awareness to know where we are in this moment, right? Can we give ourselves a chance to be present and be in the moment and experience what that means? We might do it for 10 seconds today and 30 seconds tomorrow and you know, not do it for a couple days. And then here's another thing that happens is we get comfortable. We get comfortable in things. You know, we're, we're, we're on this journey and we say, Oh my God, this guy's got crazy amount of energy. I want some of that. I want some of that. And I, and I, and I started meditating and I did this and I felt great. And you know what? I didn't, I stopped and I felt great. And now feel like crap again. Well, just like when I got braces, when I was a kid, the guy said, wear your retainer wear your retainer. I wore it for six months and look what happened. This tooth is all jacked up. So if we don't use it and we don't give it the attention and the, and the, and the love that it needs, you know, we, we forget if we, and some of us that are, you know, these people that speak multiple languages or even speak second language. I'm, I'm, I've, I, I've not had the the good fortune to be be one of those people touching Spanish here and there, but, but, but beyond that, i certainly appreciate the talents that exist with, with all of you that, that have that, that incredible ability. But when you, when you don't speak a language frequently, you lose it, right? And so when you don't, when you, when we're not connected with our intuition on a frequent basis, we lose it. We, we, we lose connection with it. And it's incredibly important, no matter how good and no matter how bad things are, Taking a moment and taking time to, 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 to become one and to be, become part of, 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 to be silent, be in the silence, right? And to be in that moment. It's so, so important to, to maintain that, right? And, and, and if we are what we think and what we feel and we're constantly thinking and feeling of things outside of us and not thinking and feeling of, of things from within inside of us, there's so much that we're missing out on, so much that we're missing out on. As the scientist said, that's running the James Webb program. And a lot of scientists and a lot of us are aware of this is 95% of what exists in our universe. We have no idea what it is. That's the same thing as, as, as putting stock in everything that we see. Putting everything that we see that's only 5% of what actually exists in the universe, and not trying to understand the 95% that that maybe, just maybe we can we can connect and experience through feeling. And maybe that's the only way we can feel it. Maybe that's the only way we can connect with it and trying to understand it is through feeling. And if we give ourselves a chance. Gave ourselves a chance and reflected on, on the feelings that we've had and the experiences that 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 happened thereafter and the thoughts that that inspired those feelings or 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 the feelings that happened as a result of experiences and then the follow-on experiences that happened after that. Whether we're looking at our own lives, we're looking at the lives of incredible people, people that have accomplished incredible things. If we can make the connections and we can resolve ourselves in in the potential of the simple possibility that everything that we think and everything that we feel creates our creates our world. Why wouldn't it be that simple? If everything is perfect and there is this universal intelligence, why would it be complicated? You know, if we're gonna be here, yeah, all you got to do is think about it and feel it. And it happens. And we're like, well, why is it so hard? Why is it so hard to have What if it's because we're so focused on everything around us and all the things, all the things? If you look at at, at John Lennon going back to dig a pony, John Lennon in the lyrics, what's he say? What's he say? He says he's like, he's like, no, nothing. He's like nothing. Or maybe it's across the universe. Maybe it's across the universe said that they that he nothing is going to change his world. Right. No. What if it's no thing is going to change my world? And in the documentary, he's like, I bloody wish it would. (laughs) <laughs> right, and th- and then there's an element of the lyrics where he where he talks about where where it's like every one or 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 one. I think the point of the Across the Universe song was basically to, again, hit home the point of like no thing is gonna is gonna change our world, but one and and if and the and and going again, kind of cross referencing the songs a little bit, like Dig a Pony. I think there was there was it became. I think every one. I think I think there's absolutely one used in that used in that song. Right? There's a
1: there's a great lyric uh, here for across the universe. Images of broken light which dance before me like a million eyes. Uh, they call upon me and on across the universe. Uh, thoughts meander like a restless wind inside a letterbox. They tumble blindly as they make their way across the universe. Like that idea of it's all coming from one light, but then gets divided across a whole bunch of consciousnesses.
0: I mean, and that's, and if you, and if you look at some of the elements of the mechanics of quantum physics, I'm like, it's all in the big bang, right? It all started as one light and then it was individualized, right? And so, and so could it be that simple that, and again, what happens on a large scale and talking about the going (laughs) to the depths of the universe to find the origin of the big bang and what happens on the small scale with it, with, with, with electrons within, within atoms, you know, wow if we're, if we're open to the possibility of exploring it and, and applying thought and conscious awareness to, to, to trying to understand, could it be that everything that's outside is there, but is only from, from, and if we're, and again, if we're honest with ourselves, everything that's outside is something that we've, as humans have, have created with the exception of what's in nature. And I can say that too, with, with what's in nature, I, it's probably from what we experience is could very well be a, a mirror of our own of our own experiences and our own thoughts and feelings. Right. You know, and a lot of people say, oh, well, you know, I've 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 had a great life and, you know, great experiences and nothing's wrong and everything's perfect and and that's great, you know, good for you. That's awesome. But if we really just kind of dig in a little bit and try and see what we feel instead of what we see. With our eyes, we might find something interesting. We might find something new. We might find something in the unknown. And we might experience things that we never would have experienced if we followed our plans. We set these plans, these grand plans. We follow these plans. We have these plans to do all these things. Every step meticulously outlined in an agenda, hour by hour, minute by minute. We got to go here. We got to go there. This must follow that activity, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And not to say that there isn't value for that in some instances, and, and on some, and in, a, and in a lot of circumstances, in business and all of that stuff. But if we give ourselves the opportunity to, to kind of like throw it out the window, and 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 try and operate with forgetting about the how and forgetting about the when, and just focusing on the what, and 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 visualizing it, and thinking about it, and visualizing it, and and feeling the feeling. What happens when that happens? With exuberant joy, that's the formula. That's how we do it. How often do we feel exuberant joy? How often? If we're honest with ourselves, myself, not very often prior to recently. Not very often. Not very often. Now, as often as I choose, as often as I choose is how often I experience it. And now it's almost like I don't even, it's, it just happens. I have an interaction with somebody and that's, it's automatic. It's automatic. I don't have to think about it. You know, incredible. If we gave ourselves that chance, if we gave ourselves that opportunity, trust ourselves, accept things that we've taken the time to understand, things that we've taken the time to, to, to think about, things that we feel once we've understood something to, to, to then accept as truth. And then have that be something that becomes part of us, whether it's a song, whether it's, whether it's a quote, whether it's, you know, an inspirational, uh, uh, experience that we had with a loved one or with, or with, you know, someone that we care about or or a stranger that just imparted compassion, right? Without even asking questions, like giving ourselves the opportunity to, to, to accept those things as truth. And then what happens is little by little, those things start becoming who we are, you know, going back to a quote said previously, you know, standing on the, standing on the shoulders of giants that many people have said, or, you know, that could be said. And also, you know, we can in, in, into some of the lyrics of the get back album. We can imitate. What's it? What's it? We can imitate anyone. You can celebrate anything you want. You can penetrate any place you go. You can imitate everyone, you know, you can imitate everyone, you know, right? like, what if we were imitating the very best qualities and elements of one another and, and we were not not imitating, but, but becoming that because we accept it as truth and in our, and in our inner presence and, and our soul, we just feel it's true. So many times we're talking with somebody, we know them when they're lying, we know when they're being fake, we know it. What do you think that is? What do we think that is? That's our intuition saying, nope, not correct. That is not correct. We we trust it in that moment, and we know when we know when people are being truthful. So why do we create our create these things? We create these things, and we we create these elements of of, of a bunch of stuff that doesn't have to be there if we're just truthful, if we're just honest, if we're just genuine, and we know the truth. We feel the truth. We feel it. It's not something. Somebody says words. If we're interacting with, we can feel it. We can feel it. That's our intuition. That's what we're connect. That's what we're trying to connect with. That's what we're trying to, 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 to form a relationship with, and to build and to, and to learn how to play the, the music. That's the instrument. That is our. That is our inner. That is our inner presence. That is our inner spirit. That is our inner soul. That is our life force. Right. Play that instrument. I'm just learning where the keys are, and I don't even know the notes. (laughs) That's what I feel. (laughs) Oh, my God. Look at all these little finchies, little orange-bellied finch. Um, And there's not even any seed in the feeder. They're saying, where's my seed, dude? That feeder's been empty for weeks, guy. I don't know what to say. There's another one right over there.
1: Um. (laughs) I mean, there's a great quote here from Walt Disney. The difference between winning and losing is most often not quitting.
0: I mean. So true, right? Is 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 we we and and that quote right there, Riley. That goes back to you know things that we've talked about before, in in, in which getting to a place and, and experiencing things, and sometimes we're on a roll, we have good things, and oh, all falls apart, all falls apart, and we're like, ah, oh, we could either say I oh, quit, move on, and do something different, or we can say no. Let's. What can we learn from that? All right, this is a challenge. Challenge accepted. What can we learn from this? And how do we how do we turn this into an opportunity? How do we turn every experience and every challenge into an opportunity and find out what is possible instead of instead of looking at the fool's dictionary as
1: Napoleon says eh, with the word that's impossible?
0: That word doesn't exist. That word only exists if you give it any energy to exist.
1: Well, his next quote here is it's kind of fun to do the impossible.
0: It is kind of fun to do the impossible. It is so fun to do the impossible. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Why wouldn't it be? Everybody says no and you can do it. That in and of itself is fearlessness. Because if you, if, if if nothing is impossible, then what are we afraid of? If we accept that as truth, that nothing is impossible, then what fear do we have? There's no fear to have. There's no daggers of doubt and spears of fear for us to throw. They're going to come along. They're going to pop up randomly. They're going to be there. There, we're probably going to be the first ones that do it once things are going good. But what if we're just grateful in that moment and say, oh, "I'm so grateful for for where I am and what I've achieved, and 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 everybody that's helped me get here, and 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 all of the all of the choices that I've made for myself or have made for my dream to get me to this place. When things are going too good to be true, too good to be true is a fear. Immediately, that's a spear of fear of the highest degree. If we accept that, that becomes who we are. That is who we are. That is us being in the present moment of absolute fear when we accept that things are too good to be true. When we accept that things are too good to be true, fear has taken over and it will win every single time. Every time it will win if we give it that if we give it that power, because where our attention goes, our energy flows, and where our attention goes to accepting that it, it's too good to be true. It very well is too good to be true because we've already we've already accepted that as our truth. But when we dismiss that and we say that's not a thing and instead of saying, oh, it, uh, everything's been good, something's bad about to happen. Of course, it's bad. Something's bad's going to happen. We just said it. We just put it out there and we believed it. Of course, what do we expect? And then something bad happens and we say, oh, I knew it. Of course you knew it because we said it and we believed it. Can we just be honest with ourselves that that is a possibility that could have led us to where we are? Like, yes, possible. But how many of us are honest with ourselves and look back and look at what we said and look at what we felt and then ultimately what, what happened in our reality? Of course, if we accept that. And so the point in going through those is to is to is to help inspire the realization that what we accept as truth is who we are now what we accept as truth is who we become and what we accept as truth is 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 what what becomes part of 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 our inner being whether it be good bad or indifferent and so why not choose things that are good why not choose things that are constructive that are selfless that are productive that are that are full of, of love for our dreams and full of love for others. We have that potential. All potentials exist in the present moment. All potentials. So, like, like if we can just trust, and a part of it is, is how do we know is trying to think about, well, how do I become this person? Or how do I do this? Or how do I do that? This is my dream. What do I do? Every day, make one choice a series of choices that are that are activities that are that are in favor of what it is that we want in favor it doesn't need to be a life commitment that nothing else exists and this is all i'm doing does that do what that does is that brings incredible focus but that's not realistic for most or pragmatic for most people some of us can do that but not not all of us can do that and for those of us that can and have the good fortune to do that that amazing Clear everything out. Focus everything on one thing. It will happen so much faster, so much faster. But if it doesn't, then there's a reason. And if it doesn't, then then look at that. It's, oh, what's this challenge? This is not happening when I wanted it to happen. This is not happening when, how I thought it was going to happen. But you know what? That's okay because i'm not focusing on the how and the when i'm focusing on what i want and this is an obstacle in which i can learn from in which i i i feel that i just need to experience in order to ultimately get to the exact state of what it is that i want to be the state of what it is that i'm trying to achieve and and the, and the and the feelings that i'm trying to feel when i'm in that state we're constantly chasing success we're constantly chasing all of these things But in reality, what what does success actually mean? How many of us have actually thought about what success means for ourselves? I didn't do that. In in the entire time I was alive, I didn't do that until within the last six months. And so I think that's true for a lot of us. But what is it, even if we define that, what is it that we're chasing once we achieve it? What's next after what we achieve it? So there in and of itself, defines success as something that's That's way over there that we're trying to run towards that. What happens when we get there, we just sit there and like, Oh, we got success. Now we can be lazy. (laughs) Who wants that? No, we want to continue to, to feel happiness. And how do we feel happiness? We feel happiness by, by feel the feeling of happiness, by, by having experiences, by connecting with other human beings, by connecting with nature. If we're honest with ourselves and trying to, have the awareness to even look at things in that way is in and of itself an incredible achievement incredible achievement so many of us are so concerned with everything outside and what's next and you know all these things that we have to do but when we can make a choice for ourselves, that's not a selfish choice it's a selfless choice to discover ourselves if we're honest it's a selfless choice to discover ourselves it's not selfish and so when we when we do those things we we start to have different experiences we start to feel the feelings we really want to feel more frequently instead of chasing success as something that's a destination we can experience the small moments and the small achievements and along the journey and 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 just giving ourselves the opportunity to see success as a journey instead of a destination what What? That turns the entire definition upside down to where it's not a destination we're trying to get to that. Even when we get there, it's like, oh, okay, well, let me set a new goal and destination way out there that I have to struggle across a journey to get to. Who the hell wants to do that? That sucks. That sucks. No one wants to do that. (laughs) If you want to do that and that's what you love, then good for you. No, no judgment whatsoever. But for me, and I'm sure a lot of us, no one wants to go on a on the struggle bus. No one wants to be on the struggle bus. We want to be on a journey of, of of create experiences and joy, and we can choose that. But we have to have the awareness to and give ourselves the opportunity to just be, and give ourselves the opportunity to to be present and to appreciate the small things, and to appreciate that sometimes. You know, a few days might go by, or a few weeks might go by, and something hasn't happened. And we're like, "Oh, this hasn't happened, or this doesn't work." Again, like you know, dolphins—it takes them years to even be able to hunt for food in certain circumstances. Takes years for trees to grow. Takes years for us to learn how to speak as human beings, as children. Takes years for these things to happen. Takes years for 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 you know, ten thousand hours they say. Of, of, of doing something to become absolute experts in it. You know, Tiger Woods, the Beatles, you know, all these incredible people that have achieved these incredible things. It takes time. And again, scratch that. Not time. Time isn't, time is something that records when things happen. It takes the awareness to be in the moment to say, let me consciously think about how I do this. And if you listen, and, and there was one thing that was said in passing in the in the Get Back documentary, Peter Jackson, thank you again. And I saw one of Peter Jackson's quotes. He says that shooting was, was the thing that he hated the most. And to what an opportunity to have a gift to be able to be given a documentary to build. You don't have to shoot anything. Everything's shot. Everything's done. How incredible a gift was that, right? Right? To where he loves all the other stuff. He hates shooting. Well, here you go. You got exactly what you wanted. Thank you for putting that quote out there. I don't know if you remember you said that, but you did. It's captured on brainyquote.com and, and 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 you got that you got that gift. But he there was a there was a moment in there where we give ourselves the opportunity to again look at moments of 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 some of the some of the most influential people as as the Beatles and the people that were around the Beatles. Michael Lindsey Hogg, the original director of the or producer of the Get It Let It Be. Film that was released—that was the foundation of all of the the Get Back documentary by with Peter Jackson and Disney and Apple Corp. Um, the 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 whole kind of materialization of that as we as we've seen it recently. In there, he said Michael Lindsay Hogg says something so incredible yet so simple. He's like, they're trying to achieve these big things, like throwing a you know a Beatles concert at some in 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 Africa or some massive massive event. It's like. You know, we think about these and we just, we sometimes when we go to these things, we just take it for granted. Oh, I got my ticket. I'm showing up. i am having a great time. How many of us actually think about everything and all the choices and all the things that had to happen in order to make that happen, right? One of the things he says, he says, it's a series of small wins. It's a, he, he says something like it's, it's, it's getting there with, with, with small increments. It's getting there with, with small choices. It's, it's, it's being able to Build upon those things little by little, little by little until you ultimately get there, right? And you ultimately, whoa, look at what we built. Look at what we created, right? And, and if we approach things and didn't have, like we sometimes we have these dreams and the first thing we say is, oh, we can't do that with the spears of fear and the daggers of doubt because it's this big exorbitant thing. But when we can't swallow the ocean in one gulp, one sip at a time, one sip at a time. Right. If we take one sip at a time and we take it one step at a time, one day at a time, one moment at a time, take break it down into manageable chunks is what he says. Break it down into manageable, manageable chunks. Uh, Mark Rober, you say the same thing. Engineering, break down problems, break down big problems into manageable chunks, manageable chunks. And then you, you, you solve one, you build on it. You solve another, you build on it. You solve another, you build on it. And ultimately, you're a rocket scientist for NASA. And and then years later, you have your own YouTube channel with an incredible thing to to inspire children to to become engineers of of uh, and and doing things creatively. Wow, incredible! You know, small chunks. If we looked at life as 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 a series of present moments, which are small chunks, and in those moments we had the opportunity to make a choice, small choices. Every moment is an opportunity for a choice. Every big idea has has, has has so many small chunks. Every massive project, every massive building, every incredible product we've ever experienced. If you've seen some of those project plans, you would be like, whoa, there's probably a million decisions that went into this thing. Truly, by hundreds, sometimes thousands or several thousand people. Everyone is making a choice and everyone is doing an activity and having an experience that's contributing to something that's much bigger. But when we when we only have the awareness of a, of a perspective that we're trained to have by society and our environments and just the world that we've grown up in, to not look at it that way, we're just going with what we know. But if we can approach it in a way of of like every big thing is possible. How is it possible? Because we break it down into small chunks, as Mark Rober says. Thank you, Mark Rober. And thank you for highlighting such an incredible story and and, and with with people using engineering for compassion and love in in, in Rwanda and parts of Africa and and, and all of that. And what what an incredible story to share and the, the incredible Rwandan people. Wow, unbelievable to have such optimism and such joy and such love after such incredible tragedy. 30 years ago, like give ourselves the opportunity in small moments to make a choice for something we want. Give ourselves the opportunity in small moments to, to, to build upon what we've accepted as truth that is becoming who we are and who we are is, 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 is what creates our reality. And if there's something that's so magical and so awe inspiring and so such an incredibly big dream, have that dream. And in every moment, give give yourself the opportunity to, to make choices that'll put you in circumstances to get towards that. We can do that. Give ourselves a chance to do that. Ask anyone that's been, that's achieved incredible things in their life. And I guarantee you, if they're being honest with themselves and with you, they will tell you a similar story as to how they got to where they are.
1: I think we've got a perfect quote right here from Disney again. He says, I test my dreams against my beliefs. I dare to take risks and I execute my vision to make those dreams come true. Thank
0: you, Walt Disney, for so clearly defining how you achieve success on a journey instead of looking at success as a destination. That quote right there, Riley, is incredible to help give a perspective to people to consider that is, that is, that is a journey of, 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 of testing and experimenting right? And and to, and to let our, let each one of us be an imagineer. Every one of us should be an imagineer of our own life.
1: Why not Engine- using our imagination to engineer? On this list of 50 quotes, there's only one negative one, and it is, I resent the limitations of my own imagination. Where did those limitations come? Those limitations came from our
0: environment. Those limitations came from our society. That's where I let those limitations came. You know, going back to Einstein's quote where Einstein says, "Imagination is the language of the soul, right? Imagination is the la- so here's a guy that basically helped bring quantum physics to society that understands our universe in a way that so few of us do as Einstein and and Walt Disney, who you know I'm sure knew of him, but literally did him, Disney did him, he did himself, and he knew that the limitations were what, were, what were, were, were the constraints that he needed to burst beyond. Right? So many people told him Walt Disney was Walt Disney world. Disneyland was the worst thing that he could ever do. He'll be bankrupt. He'll be shut down in a year. If he listened to any one of those people, none of us would have, none of us would know Disneyland. None of us would have experienced the joy that, 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 that he built teams and teams and teams of people to inspire generations of people around the world, the amount of positive moments of, of, of joy and inspiration that that Walt Disney and, and all of the Imagineers and anybody that's ever interacted with Disney and anybody that's ever been one to experience that joy that then shared those stories with other it's a multiplying effect. Like all of that was because he believed he believed in himself. He believed in his dreams and he didn't listen to anybody. He said, nope, I don't care what you say. I'm going to do what I do. I'm going to do me. I'm going to trust my, my, my intuition. I'm going to trust what I know. I'm going to trust what I feel in my heart is what I know I should be doing. So many of us can do that. And so many of us do do that. But we, if we do it more frequently, if we connect with that more frequently, what is possible? Literally anything is possible. If we so choose to believe that. If we so choose to believe that, and we so and we and we and we choose to take inspiration from some of the most successful people on our planet today. Right? <sighs> so much opportunity. Look at all, look at all the opportunity that exists right now, present moment opportunity. Again, three seconds later, present moment opportunity. Every one of these is an opportunity for us, right? And so let's choose to go on a path. That is our path. Let's choose to be who we want to be in the moment. And if we say we will and we should, we'll never get there. If we're honest, we'll never get there. Because we need to be. We need to be now. And it's hard to do because our 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 surroundings and the material and the matter that's around our, our that we see with our eyes has not yet caught up to our dreams. And that's okay. That's okay. Give it kindness. And let patience be the gift that we receive to where we don't need to think about time. There's a lot of things that we'll have to think about to overcome in the moment and and making choices towards what we want given the circumstances that we're in in our lives today to chase our dreams and to catch those dreams and to make them a reality and then to dream again and dream bigger. Why not? We can do it. So many people have done it. Every one of us has that in us. Every one of us has the same life force within us. Every one of us, we just need to choose, choose to be fearless, to be who it is, know we need to be in order to achieve the dreams that we have, to make choices in every present moment towards that. We can do it, never a better time than now.
1: From Einstein. He seems like a pretty smart fella. (laughs) He seems pretty (laughs) smart, you know. A lot of people give him credit for that. (laughs) Uh, nothing happens until something moves. When something vibrates, the electrons of the entire universe resonate with it. Everything is connected.
0: That's it, Riley. It ties together the electrons. It ties together the universe. It ties together all the thoughts and feelings and choices. Everything's connected. Everything is so much more simple than we are making it out to be. Thank you, Albert. Thank you.